What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Confident AF. I am here with, wait, Confident as Fuck. Why did I call it Confident (laughs) AF? Probably because we're drinking. Um, Welcome back. Welcome to Confident as Fuck. I am back with a really special guest today. I am back with Devin, and I am so excited for you guys to get to know her, meet her, love her, just like I do, and kind of hear her story. I think a lot of you guys are really going to relate to it, so welcome. This is Devin. I'm so excited that she's here. Hi. (laughs) So, um, okay, so just kind of introduce yourself. Who are you? Who is Devin? Hello. <laughs> she speaks, finally. Hello. <laughs> My name is Devin. I'm a certified nutrition coach. I'm 30 years old. I am married. I have two dogs. Yes. And I left a toxic job to work for myself. That is exactly what we're going to be talking about today is how she left her um job her toxic mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. at 30 at 30 to start yes. a whole totally different career yep go back to school everything and i think you guys are really going to resonate with that because that takes a lot of fucking confidence to do it takes a lot of confidence it takes determination determination that's a good one blocking out other people's opinions of you whether it be like friends family yeah spouse like that wasn't my situation but from with talking for a lot of people people, yeah it is so I mean to just to be very sure of yourself yes and sure of your decision yes yeah and to not look back yes because I'm always the type of person that has a plan b and I won't go through with plan a because I or I won't go fully completely 100% because I know I always have a backup plan in case that doesn't work out Do you think that having that backup plan in the past, like you're saying, you always used to have that. Do you think that that like almost like changed the way that you went through with the the first plan? Yeah, absolutely. Because I knew if for whatever reason it didn't work out, I always had something to fall back onto. But that stems, I think, definitely back from like my childhood and just kind of how I grew up that there always should be a plan B mm. just in case. Um, and so, yeah, I would just be like, okay, I'll just yeah. try. I, I mean, you've seen my Instagram. I dabble in so many things. Very, <laughs> so many, very true. I dabble in so many things. Like I see things, oh, I could do that. I could make that. Right. But this was the first time where I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave this decade long career in the medical field and I'm going to take a chance on me. And not have a backup plan. And not have a backup plan. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, and I know I've mentioned it. Anybody who's I've been friends with or knows like how Renee and I started his business mm-hmm. knows that that was, I think, one of the things that made us successful in starting his business. So um, Renee, like when he started his business for the trucking, we had no idea what the fuck we were doing. 
We did not have any accounts. We had one, one account that was paying us like literally nothing, um, that we got given to us and we had no idea. Like we didn't like research the field. We didn't, we didn't, (laughs) I don't even know what the fuck we're thinking. Honestly, like you believed in each other. You believed in, I think we just had dumb blind, like (laughs) ambition that was just like, yeah, it's going to work. Right. we weren't, you know, we were younger um, yeah. than 30. Well, I was younger than 30. And I was just like, whatever, like, yeah, we're just going to do it. And yeah. I really do think that not having a backup plan, exactly like you're saying, like yeah. not having a plan B, not having like, like that had to work. Exactly. Exactly. I really think that was like key for us. Yeah. The, the, what does Isaac call it? My win or die yes, mentality. Yes, you were saying that. Like, yeah. And that's, again, from, like, growing up, it's just, like, if you don't win, then, like, what's the point? What's the, and so yeah. I've had to relearn, okay, like, still participating is good enough and not putting so much pressure on myself. And that's what Isaac would tell me going through this whole process. Like, no one's putting pressure on you. Like, why, why are you putting all this pressure on yourself? Like, I'm not putting pressure wow. on you. It's coming from, like, where is it coming from? And I was like, well, shit myself I guess right. like shit Renee used to say the exact same thing the same sentence that you just said like who's putting all this pressure on you and I'd be like dude it's just we need to have this pressure like what the mm-hmm. heck you know if we didn't succeed then mm-hmm. what would that mean about us mm-hmm. we attach right. you know I talk about this a lot but attaching like self-worth or you know how good we are to the outcome or how yeah. hard we work um that is why I think that like when we put that pressure on ourselves, it's because we are like, if I wasn't to succeed or I wasn't to succeed in this time frame, or I mm-hmm. wasn't to succeed in this specific way, yeah, then that would mean something about you. Right. That right. would mean, Oh, Alicia, you are a failure. Right. 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 Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So Devin is, um, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today about her leaving her job, about Mm -hmm. her just like totally taking a different career path. Um, and I, I do like how you said you've dabbled in a lot of different things, Mm -hmm. um, because I can totally relate to that. And I talked about that with Jenna on our podcast too, is that, um, I've tried so many different avenues and I think until you like find the one that you're like, Oh shit, this like really does light me up in Mm -hmm. a different way because you could have a lot of different interests but until you're like oh my god I can't stop thinking about this I can't stop posting about this like it's a different type of energy Mm -hmm. um and I definitely noticed that like I always okay so let me get into how I know (laughs) Devin I know Devin because um so Renee you guys know Renee he's my husband his younger brother who is actually my age is friends with Devin's husband. Yes. So they went to high school together. Yes. Um, and Isaac, her husband, has been coming around Renee's family and just like being involved in Renee's family and Renee's brother mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. So we would see each other, Devin and I would see each other like at parties or like family events mm-hmm. or um, weddings or like whatever. We just knew each other through that. And then um, randomly, Actually, Isaac and Renee and I and Renee's cousin went to Vegas. It just was like kind of a mishmash type of thing where like we just ended up in Vegas. All of us ended up in Vegas at the same time. And um, that's where I learned that (laughs) Isaac is obsessed with Renee. (laughs) 
<laughs> Isaac, her husband, yeah, literally loves Renee. So um, Renee and Isaac became a little bit like closer, I guess. And then mm-hmm. um, Isaac was always interacting with me on Instagram, but only for Renee. <laughs> So I always tell him this. I'm like, he, has he a crush. only <laughs> he literally only responds to my stories or my Instagram posts or anything if Renee is in it. <laughs> so that started Can't happening, and that kind of like obviously would like obviously I've seen Devin and been around Devin and stuff like that. Yes. But then I was like, oh my god, Isaac is literally so obsessed with Renee. So then Devin and I started talking on Instagram as well. And you've done like uh, Devin is really like uh, artsy, very like um, creative. So she's always doing like jewelry, different types of jewelry, <laughs> I'm doing something, something. <laughs> so I would always see her, but um, I that's what I basically wanted to get to is that I noticed a huge shift in how you were showing up on social media because. Um, in person, you know, we're one way about how we show up on social media for our businesses and for everything is a little bit different. And I noticed a huge, so she's been trying, she's been promoting Mm -hmm. her um, business, whatever that business is at the time. She's always promoted it through Instagram. Yes. And so do it for the gram. (laughs) Yes. She's always, so we've always had that kind of in common, Mm -hmm. but I've, I think I've seen a giant shift in you thank goodness with and not in a good or bad way but Mm -hmm. and I never told you either but Mm -hmm. with you showing up for nutrition and Mm -hmm. coaching um versus like your jewelry business Mm -hmm. and the other businesses that you've done in the past Mm -hmm. I've always had a plan b in the past really okay okay so that's a difference Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely I've always had the plan b and it was to escape the job that I had like Preach on it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) To like de-stress and just kind of That was what the business was? That's what the jewelry was. The soap was. Like, you name it, I probably done it. Right. One, I enjoy crafts and I like, you know, interior decorating. And when I say I dabble in everything, like, I literally dabble in everything. (laughs) So I'll just see something. I'm like, that looks... I could probably do that. I'm going to, I'm going to try it. So I do, but it was always to escape the job that I had. And starting off in the medical field, it was never like that. And just the progression over the years. And I tried switching from like retail to doctor's office to just, um, a cashier to working in a prison, to working at home. You worked in a prison? Yes. It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't... No, I don't think it was bad. I just never knew that. (laughs) I'm like, wow. Yes. And then I worked from home. And then the last work from home job I had, I was like, this isn't... Like, this is not for me anymore. Like, I'm just listening to people yell at me all day, every day, because their prescription's not covered. Right. And I am a goldfish in a sea of problems that I can't fix so it was just not mentally healthy and I remember talking to two of my really good friends and we've worked together for like years at the first job and then just passed recently at the past two jobs and I was telling them you know I'm really thinking of going back to school like I want to go to back to school and I want to do something in nutrition like I've always been not I've been health conscious just because like 
you know, like we've talked before, like I have hypothyroidism. So like kind of getting diagnosed with that and having to really learn how to be your own advocate because no one's going to care. Like your doctor sees 300 patients a day. That's not an exaggeration. Like I worked in a doctor's office. Like they, like the 20 minutes you have with them is minute into their whole schedule. So really becoming your own advocate. So Again, dabble in nutrition, right. like not as a professional, but, but have just a something that interests you. Knowledge. Like right. I research a lot. Like every book I have is either anatomy, biology, like something to do with food or cooking. So I was like, you know, I'm thinking about going back to school as I still had this full time job. And my friend was like, you know what? My best friend is. A new, I think she's either a dietitian or a registered or, or a nutritionist, one of okay. the two. And she's like, she's so happy and she loves it. And I was like, man, when was the last time I could say, oh, I'm so happy at my job? Whoa. And I was like, I've never said that. That's powerful. Never. I've never said that. And like, it was through text. So I just like sat there and just looked at my two monitors at my wall like so that is, was your like breaking point yeah i was like you know what <sighs> i'm done and then i had called my sister and i had told her you know what i think i think this is something i want to do like i just don't i just don't know i don't have the courage to do it and she's like well <laughs> You're not getting any younger. <laughs> our little sister is always yes, there to burst yes, our fucking bubble. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you're not getting any younger. And if it doesn't bring you joy, why do it? And I was like, well, money. So yeah, <laughs> that there's that. That's a big thing. And she's like, you know what? The school that I'm going through, like, I think I seen a deal for like the the program blah 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 she's like it's normally you know thousands of dollars but for whatever reason today only they're doing it like 90 percent off and I was like I'm a big sign person like I believe in signs so I was like well send me the link and I'll check it out right and sure enough it was like 80 percent off yeah and I was like oh my gosh so I just bought it I was like I'm not gonna if I think about it you're gonna just yeah that's how I am if I I like to think of Every possible way a situation can go wrong before I dive into something. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to buy it. And like, I'm going to start like right now, right now. That's it. I'm just going to do it. So I bought it. I sent a screenshot to her and she was like, oh my God, I didn't think you were going to do it. Was that on the same day that the person sent you that text? Probably like a day or two later. Okay. So you had been like thinking about it. I had been thinking about it and I was like, what makes me think like I can just go do this? Like, like, okay. Like you've been in the medical field for 10 years. So what, like what makes you think that you have something that's already have been done over and over and over again? Like what's special about you? Exactly. Like what so that was I, your ego. Yes, definitely. And I'm not a prideful person. Like I'm a very humble person. I come from humble beginnings. Like I live very simplistic now. I've always been that way. So 
taking a chance. I don't take chances. So I don't do, I don't like surprises. I don't do investments. Like I'll invest, like I'll be your number one hype girl. Like you want to do something, you go bad bitch. Like I will. She is that. She is (laughs) that. You get it. Like, then they're like, what about you? I was like, nah, we're we're talking about you right now. Yeah. (laughs) But no, you're, it's weird because you are the hype woman, but I feel, I don't know. I see you too as like somebody who gets in there and like does it or whatever, but, but you are a hype woman for sure. Because actually Grace will mention that. I didn't, I didn't (laughs) even tell you, but, um, you know, her and I are always talking and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just telling her like, Oh, this week I'm doing this and that. And we just go back and forth. And I was like, yeah, I'm having like, you know, this person over on Friday and I'm having Devin over on Saturday. And she's like, okay, wait, Devin is this, like, she was trying to figure out who you were. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, wait, I think I actually recognize her username. I think she interacts with like a lot of my Instagrams. And I was like, dude, she is an interactor for sure. (laughs) That's her. Like, yeah, she is a person that will interact. So I was like, it probably is her. And she was like, yeah, she's been like interacting with some of my, my stuff. And I was like, yeah, no, that you are that person. Like, so that's actually how we like kind of got to, um, even be like more than just like acquaintances at parties is because, um, we would be like, you know, interacting on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I think it probably was around the same time that you were like making that transition. Yes. That um, I was posting like a lot. I think I was going through a launch or something and I'm posting a lot about like confidence mm-hmm. and about like all this stuff, you know. Um, and Devin was like, oh, like I actually struggled with confidence too. And so mm-hmm. me coming from... um being like overweight when I was growing up, losing weight and kind of just always struggling with that like weight loss. It's funny because I always say this, um, that we always think as I think whoever we are in the body that we're in, we think that our problems are only even without body, even anything. Mm -hmm. We think that our problems are only specific to us. We think that we're the only people that are Going struggling mm-hmm. with that thing. So me, right, thinking about my own pers- like seeing it from my own perspective, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z with my body. I see Devin who doesn't have um an overweight issue or isn't like t- through my eyes is not mm. struggling with confidence mm-hmm. the way that I saw you, right? Right. For her, she came and like. So when she sent me that message. Yes. And this was in the one or two day time span where like. Was it? I hadn't reached out or I had reached out to my sister. My friend had already said that. And I just was so overwhelmed with the choice that I had that I was like, I'm just going to scroll through Instagram. Right. So (laughs) I was like, I think I was posting something about confidence and whatever. I don't even remember what the post was, but Mm -hmm. she said like, oh, I've totally struggled with this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, what? Like, it's funny because even that was a while ago. That was a while ago that Mm -hmm. this happened. It was like around, like probably before Christmas. Right. So yeah, like, Maybe yeah, it was September. A, yeah, it has a, at least like a good six months ago yeah. or more. And we were literally, I, for her to say like, oh, I struggled with this as well. Mm-hmm. Even me, like knowing that a lot of people struggle with different things. I'm like, really? Like I was so like, I was Yeah, you shocked. did say that too. I was like, oh, <laughs> really? Like, tell me about it. Like, I, yeah. I, I want to know more. Um, And she was like, yeah, well, she kind of explained more to me. Like, yeah, well, I struggled with this, that, and the other. And mm-hmm. um you know, and I was like, wow. And 
I was like, just, I, I honestly was like shocked. <laughs> yeah. Like the same thing with Grazel, you know, that was her, her, our whole podcast was about her and mm-hmm. her struggle with, um, still struggling with her body image, even as a trainer, right. Her, mm-hmm. that I, I never saw her in that light. Mm-hmm. So I guess my whole point of saying all of this is <laughs> there's two points. One, what we see as our own struggles, mm-hmm. we think are specific to us and they aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Chelsea, who I did her course on sabotage. Um, I remember her saying that in like the very first or second, like caller module that we had mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm unpacking all this like shit about like my family and like uh, my mom issues and like all this shit. I'm just unpacking with her. And she says to me, not in a mean way, but she's like, you know, it's funny. Like we all think that like these are specific issues to us and they're not. Yeah. And like everyone is going through them in a different way. Mm -hmm. That's the first lesson. The second lesson has just now escaped my mind, (laughs) but it's going to come back. What is the second lesson? What are we even talking about? (laughs) Basically, like I was going through that decision of doing a career change and I was looking for extra validation validation, and that you were, you just recently talked to one of your, um, confidence Queens girls. Oh, that's okay. See, I told you I was going to (laughs) talk that whatever you're like posting online or whatever you're like, whatever you're talking about, like Mm -hmm. someone is, resonating yes, with that absolutely. because I didn't think like even when you reach out to me that day I was like oh cool like you know tell me about it whatever mm-hmm. we talked about it and I even told her Nate too I was like oh yeah like we talked about you know confidence I was surprised that she struggled with that or whatever and you didn't you said I never knew what I wanted to do for a career which mm-hmm. is exactly how I felt yes and so I told her like oh that's interesting like Devin was talking about this too and he's mm-hmm. like oh cool you know whatever <laughs> And you mm-hmm. were telling me recently that you were like, dude, that actually like encouraged me to go back to school. Yeah. Which I didn't did. know that. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, because it, it was, was in the same time frame, like you were saying. Yes, it was within the same time frame. And I just remember the conversation was so good. And I was actually talking to you while we were, Isaac and I were in the car, like on a drive because like I was so overwhelmed. I work from home. Like we live in an 800 square foot apartment. Like it's a lot of, oh my gosh, it's just, it's a lot of being at home. So we would go for drives. And then I am not the type of person that talks about my feelings at all. Mm. Like I will hold it in and just deal it with, deal with it myself before I burden or bring anyone else into that dynamic space like I want to go through the hundred scenarios in my head and then I'll ask for an opinion but I rarely ever do like I'm just like this is what I'm gonna do and then everyone's like oh you know what you should do and like that's what everybody loves I found that everybody likes to tell you how to run your business they love to tell you (laughs) they love to tell you how to run your business um even when even with your other businesses right yeah like oh you should try going to craft fairs you should try doing this and I'm like it's they're literally two dollars like I'm not trying to break your bank here like this is a detox this is like something to relax right I'm not trying to retire off of lavender soap right it's not gonna happen 
<laughs> so with my other businesses and it was more like, like I said, to just relax. And, right. and sometimes I would think like I probably could have gone like all the way with one of For the sure. many things that I've done. But it just it just didn't speak to me. I was like, OK, this is this is not what I want to do. For the rest of my life. I don't know what it is yet, but I know for sure it's not this. And then I'd move on to the next right. thing. I know for sure it's now not this. And then I'd move on to the next thing. This is, and I've done it 30 years, right. <laughs> just one thing after another. But, and I always had my backup plan. And I always knew that it's something that couldn't be taken away from me was going to school and getting an education. Like I had said before, I grew up very humbly. I graduated in 2009. So like, you know, right Right. when the recession hit and the only people that had jobs were firefighters. Well, I ain't going to do that. (laughs) A cop, probably not. Right. And then the medical field. And I, like I've told you before, I can't do blood. So... I was like, well, being a nurse is out. Being a surgeon is out. One, I don't want to go to school for that long. And two, I don't do needles. So what what is left that I will forever have a career no matter what that people something that people need and will have use for me and I'll bring value to the rest of my life. So I was like, okay, healthcare. I'm gonna go into healthcare. I always I always read anatomy books, science books, like the human body just fascinates me, which a lot of people were shocked I didn't become a personal trainer instead of a nutrition coach. But I don't really like I don't really care for the gym. I go because I know the benefits of it and I do enjoy going now, but it took years. Right. I just I wouldn't be the best coach in that way. But yeah, so I thought, okay. I'm going to go into the medical field. This is what I'm right, going right, to do. Right, right, Okay, that's what is your driving force. <clears throat> so, yeah. So, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Um, a lot of a lot of my very close friends, family members, like, do not know this about me, but are growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. So, when I say from, like, humble beginnings, like, right. I mean, we ate beans and rice, all the time. I remember watching TV and the cable would just get shut off right. because they couldn't afford to pay the bills. I remember like this going to the thrift store for clothes. Um, before it was cool, like that was the only option you had yep. was $20 and whatever you can yeah. find. Um, so I just, and my parents, I want to make this like a point. My parents... I came from a very loving household. Like my mom is the most, I've literally seen her give someone the shirt off of her back. Like she is the most giving person. So we didn't notice that there was um, anything wrong. Like I didn't realize that till I had grown up and like learned the concept of money. But when you're in it, all you feel is like the love and just feeling welcomed and wanted and always loved those kind of things so when I say love like my mom always was like oh like love 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 talk to your sister with love and Rachel and I were like like (laughs) we're overwhelmed with it (laughs) but um my dad ended up opening his own business also um he was a CEO and VP of a very like um high profile bank and then the recession hit and we lost our home 
And wow, I didn't know that. Yes. So we ended up losing our home and then we had to move in with my uncle. And we, my parents moved out maybe two years ago. So, like, my parents, like, it hit so hard. They never recovered. Like, it was, it, it was horrible. It was probably one of the worst things that had ever happened. Like we lost everything when the recession hit. And I remember thinking, well, you would think someone that works with money or in banking would be safe. So I'm going to do healthcare. Like someone will always need A, B, or C. So that was my driving force. Was it like a passion? Oh my gosh, I love people. I want to, you know, help them in that way. Like, no, I had just lost everything and I wanted to make sure I was never going to, that was never going to happen again. Okay. So I did not know the podcast was going to take this turn, (laughs) but I gave, so I gave, um, I gave Devin this book today. You guys know I have talked about this book already on the podcast called um, Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. Do you, it just is so fucking fitting. Okay, good. I'm so excited. Like I said, it's because I, I didn't. Okay. So I always like to give people a gift when they come on and give them something, right? I'm creating like some more like exciting stuff, but it's not here yet. So I was like, fuck, I was thinking to Renee. <laughs> I was thinking to Renee. I was thinking to myself. I was thinking to Renee. <laughs> And I was thinking like, fuck, I want to give her something, but like, I'm not too sure. Like I want to always give someone something that is like personalized to them. Um, But I didn't have my custom glasses yet. I didn't have like, (laughs) I didn't have anything that I was like really excited to give, but I know that book I really believe in. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give, I'm going to give Devin this book. And I have a few other books because I was like, what if another book is like more like fitting for you? Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and I was like, no, I'm going to give her this book. Mm -hmm. It's literally like, you're going to really enjoy it because do you, I want to ask you, like, Mm -hmm. do you think that your like association with money and hard work and all of that from just being a kid and seeing that with your parents, Mm -hmm. do you think that shaped the way that you operated in work career businesses before yeah absolutely yeah because I just never wanted to I don't want to say I mean I guess lose anything again like it was a sense traumatizing security like I this career this amount of money is going to give me security to where I don't have to go through that I don't have to do that again ever again so it was it was very traumatizing. And then that's why it took me 30 years to get to where I'm at now because yeah. it was, and not have plan B, right. C, D, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, if this doesn't work, like, what am I going to do? Cause that is not going to happen again. And I was young, I was 17, 18. So I didn't when have, it happened, you're saying, yeah. um, right. to when we like lived with my uncle, I didn't have a say in what was happening. Like it was kind of like, unfortunately, this is what happened. Right. Like, you know, you weren't in control. Kid. Right. I wasn't that. in control. Yeah. So now I just like, I, I held on to it for so long and was like, okay, like I am a control freak. I know that I'm working on it, <laughs> but yeah. like, I think it just came from, from that, like my humble beginnings and just really like 
just thriving off of love because that's what we had. And that was it. Like it wasn't, we didn't have the fanciest things. We didn't live in the nicest house, but we had the smallest house on the block and everybody wanted to be there. It was just, we had chickens and bunnies and dogs and nobody ever fought with anybody. Like it was a very peaceful household. And so like when we lost that, I felt like we lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. And so then we moved out. We lived with my uncle. Um, I was like, this was, it was just a lot. I had graduated like two weeks before we had to move out by the end of that month. And just like, we had nowhere to go. Like, where are we going to go? Like there was nowhere. We moved back down like with my grandpa, like I've moved back to San Bernardino where I grew up. Like what's the plan? And it just took everybody like by surprise. And my uncle lived down the street. So he had an extra room and it was only for a month. And like, it's been like 10 years, 12 years. And they just like recently had moved out. So it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. That is literally something I never knew about you. A lot of people don't know. And it's not because I'm not, like, I'm not ashamed of it. Like, nothing. It It just doesn't came up. It just hasn't come up to where, like, I'm like, oh, hey, guys, did you know? Right, 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 (laughs) right. Yeah. I had nothing. (laughs) Wow. So that's why when, like, um, I was looking for, like, a life partner, I wanted not someone that was going to provide me with like a secure career that they had or that they were established. Like I just honestly wanted someone to love me because I seen that no matter what we had ran through, like that was the center of our family dynamic and we always worked through it. And it was because of the love that we had for each other. So I was like, okay, I could give like, two shits about if you're rich, if you drive a Ferrari, if you drive a Lambo, like, I don't care. Like, are you a good person? Like, that's what I wanted out of a partner and someone that's going to support me and push me because I will not push myself. Right. Well, because like you saw that, like, even though your dad went through this like stable career, like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. it still ended up kind of like fucking him basically. Right. right? right. So you're kind of like, well, fuck, like that's not stable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what is stable now because through your whole life, you think that we're like, we think that our parents are heroes, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And we think like our parents are always going to provide no matter what, and that they could never fail. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like we always think that about our parents. And so like to see like your dad in a very vulnerable position Mm -hmm. like that, I think you probably thought, oh shit, like that's not stable. Right. Like the rug got pulled out from under him. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh shit. Like, so what is stable? Because that's what I always thought was stable. Exactly. And there was no plan B. (laughs) He had no plan B. So he was like, so is that where you got that? That's exactly where I was like, okay, well, I always need a safety net. Yeah. I always need a safety net. This is something that no one can take from me. And it's, you know, a year of my life to get this um, license. So I'm just going to do it. And so, like, I did, but. It was, I mean, it served its purpose for a long time. Like I had met Isaac through it. So like, I believe that brought us together. That's where we were supposed to meet and how it happened. But like career wise, it was just, it was the same pharmacy job, just different 
pharmacy jobs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it was retail for four years. And then I worked at a doctor's office for a year. And then I was like, okay, this is too much. I'm just going to go be, um, a cashier. So like, instead of dealing with the prescriptions, I just ring people up. And that was the worst one out of all of them because you had no power, like to do anything. So I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I took a break and I worked at like a home goods store. I remember that. I think that's when I, and that job was so fun. Like the worst thing would there be a snag in the pillow and like 10% could fix any problem. <laughs> like, yes, they're right. like, this pillow has a snag. And I'm like, well, 10% like change your mind. 10% yes. off. Oh, like, are yes. you ready to take yeah. it home? And they're like, like, oh, well, absolutely. And I'm like, this is the best job ever. And then we had moved down um, from where we live. We moved to Corona. And I was like, you know, I dabble in yoga like I've done yoga for so so long I am not an expert at all but it's something from like having hypothyroidism like hit workouts is not for me right like running no low impact workouts are like the best for me and just um it takes longer for my body to recover right. so okay. those type of workouts are enjoyable to me so I was like you know what I'm just gonna apply for this yoga studio and see what happens like I don't know what I want to still do yet but this is in the direction of like not being in healthcare I want to get away from that and move into more holistic wellness wellness yeah overall wellness so I ended up getting the job like the key word if you want to move like out of your field into a field where you know very little just say I have a lot of transferable skills oh <laughs> I was like oh what is the yeah, word transferable, transferable skills. skills I like yes. that and she was like that makes a ton of sense so end up getting the job and then Isaac got an opportunity back where we used to live, which was like, we couldn't pass it up. So we ended up moving back to our hometown and then COVID hit and where I was currently working virtually for the yoga studio. Um, as you know, everything shut down right. and then everybody was on unemployment and unemployment was backing up and we, I wasn't getting the checks and it was like yeah. not enough. So I'm like, well, good thing I have a plan B because... Which was? Pharmacy. So the one thing I promised I was not going to go back to, I had to go back because I had to pay the bills. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go, like, where where am I going to work? I don't want to do retail again. And my two friends um, had worked at the prison and they're like we have an opening and I was like oh I'd love to work with you guys again so I went back and this I, is how you started working at the this prison is how I started okay. working at the prison yeah so they're I was like mm, the prison <laughs> um I don't know they're like no it's super safe like don't they're don't locked up yes yeah <laughs> and I was like um okay like I guess like like super safe like a super safe like yeah super safe I was like okay so and it actually really was and I had so much fun um but then there was just the three of us one of us resigned and then the her the other uh my other friend and I were kind of like well we don't want to be here without her right and so then I applied for a work from home job for an insurance company and I had got it so I had told her like I had got it and then we ended up working for the same insurance company just virtually. So we ended up all leaving um, the prison and we worked from home for this company. And I was like, this is going to be great. Like maybe this is something I can do. Like it's still 
I went to school for it. And I think that's where I was like, I spent all this money for right. this education and I want to use this certificate, even though it's making me miserable, but I'm gonna like, I did it. So I want to just keep pursuing it. And I'm good at it. Like I've done it for so long. Right. I know so much it's about easy, it. It's easy. Second nature. It's easy. And then I just kept like, I was like, this is not what I wanted to do. Like I wanted, I was not never going to be a yoga teacher, but I loved that environment. Right. Like, okay. Just helping people in a different way instead of like, here's your pills. See right. you next, see you in 30 days. Yeah. Like it was, it was a different feeling and it was, you know, like I'm not saying yoga can cure anything, but right, the but environment. Holistic. Holistic. So yeah. um, that's when I had told my friends like, man, this job sucks. I'm sorry I found it for us. <laughs> and I think it's my now fault. we're all <laughs> hating this place. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm talked to my sister. I talked to you. I talked to my other friend and that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. It was like 80% off. and um, I was like, okay, well, now I need to, and I was just sitting at my desk and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I did it for like two or three months, like studied, worked full time, right. studied and worked full time. And then I just remember like I was, I was sitting at my desk and like this patient was just like ripping me a new one, just, and I have thick skin and like, I'll just turn it off and I'm like, all right, whatever. Like I'll yeah. wait till she's done. But like that day it was like, that was the last straw. And I was just like crying at my desk because one, I couldn't, there's nothing I could do. And then the other one was like, dang, I still have like, who knows how many calls left and they're going to be just like this. Oh Yeah. And what am I, and same thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, there's nothing I can do, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I, I just took my headset off and like, I just logged off. Like, I didn't even, I didn't even tell. I just logged off and I like walked out of the office, my office and I walked into the living room and Isaac was like, why don't you just quit? And I was like, and do what? Like, and do what? There's no plan B. I don't, what would I do if right, I right, quit? Right, 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 And he's just like, and he, he's so, he's such a dreamer. So he's like, just do you. And I'm like, what does that mean? I like, what, do you, I got you. And I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like, You're like, you got me for what? Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? And I was like, okay, well, it's not that bad. And then I called off for like a week <laughs> like, like maybe they'll just let me go and then the decision maybe I'll get fired and then it won't be my problem <laughs> it won't be my pro- I'll have tried yeah <laughs> and then um in that week I just was studying and I'm like okay where do I see like do I want to work for someone else again like what am I gonna do yeah. what would this look like if I pursued it full time like am I gonna give myself you started to um visualize yes yeah I was like okay so if I leave this job what is the time frame I'm gonna give myself to to get this done to get going like should there be a time frame like I have I don't know I've never ran a business before as a person uber confident as a businesswoman no see that's why I think I never like associated you with not having confidence because I think Mm. as a person I've always seen you as confident Mm -hmm. like yeah she's Devin is a person that's like dancing at my (laughs) brother-in-law's wedding she's like busting it down on the dance floor (laughs) with her husband and like 
I'm like, whoa, like these fools are getting down. Like, I think that's why I'm always not just well. like, not like <laughs> it was obviously intoxicated, but I think like, obviously I've always seen you in that light. So I've yeah. never been like, oh, like you don't like, that's a whole point too earlier mm-hmm. is like, you don't think that like, like someone may be confident in one area, but isn't confident in another. Right. Yeah. And that's what I was like, okay, I'm. I'm a confident person. Right. I was like, but what if my brain again, what if someone asks me, I don't, and I don't know the answer. Ooh, yeah. Like, what am I going to say? What, like, I don't want to look stupid. Like I'm a 30 year old woman. Like I'm the last thing I want to look is, is stupid. Right. Of course. And so I was like, okay, I had all this money saved, like from an IRA that I had and I've just been sitting She's on responsible, it yes. for, <laughs> for, you know, a decade. And oh. I was like, okay, like I'm going to, I'm going to pull it out and I'm going to take a chance on myself. And like, Hell yeah. it was, that decision was so heavy and like so emotionally draining for me that I just like, I was wiped out the rest of the day. Like I, it, it was that hard because I didn't, I I can see that. I didn't want to fail. That's like my biggest thing. Like I don't want to fail and I don't want to make a mistake. And then like, who do I think I am also? Like, I don't even, like, I haven't even I love how you said that earlier. Like, yeah. who? That's very relatable. Who do I think I am? Like, I'm just going to run my own business. Like, what does that look like? Yeah, what does that look like? What do you mean? Like, I'm just going to. But why do you feel that? Because really when we're saying, like, who do I think I am? It's like, I'm not worthy enough to do that. Yeah. Or I'm not like, like, I'm not like those other people who do that. I think because I keep a lot of my life personal like my instagram account before this was private like i approved everybody that was on there um i was not like as a person i'm kind of outgoing like kind of introverted but not with people i know so it was just like okay You're like i know outgoing mm-hmm. but not on a personal level yes absolutely so i'm like if i pursue this I don't want to come across fake. I don't want to come across Ooh. like I'm coming across, oh, Devin's doing another one of her things, you know? Oh. And I was like, I want this to come off genuine because I am genuine. It is. It is. And I, and this is a passion that I have, but I don't want it to come off again. Like, oh, here we here go. She again. goes again. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. I told like my, my sister and then I told my two friends that we had talked about yeah. it. Um that I had went back to school and I had been doing like, you know, the schoolwork. And then I had told them, like, you know what, I actually quit. <laughs> so like no notice. I just quit. Like I couldn't do it anymore. Right. And they were like, okay, like that makes sense. Like, good for you. Like, so proud of you. And then um people started noticing like that I was posting more on social media, That's like what getting I noticed. comfortable. And then we had hung out with like some of our friends and they were like, yeah, like we were wondering like if you had quit because you've just been more active like on social media. Right, right. And I was like, oh, see, yeah. people are fucking watching. Yeah. I just said you a, just said that. I just said this. Mm-hmm. People are fucking watching mm-hmm. even when they don't interact, even mm-hmm. when they don't fucking talk about it, even when they don't reach out to you. People are fucking 
watching yes. you. They're analyzing you. They're wondering. They're psychoanalyzing. Even if they don't realize it, they are analyzing your fucking story mm-hmm. to see like where are you what are you doing did you quit your job are you depressed are you happy in here no oh, get it girl what happened get it. Wait, uh, why is it now i'm muted myself what is happening oh my, oh god. my god i muted myself she, again she was she was so into it the mic couldn't fucking handle it she couldn't handle it what is happening why is she they're watching you, okay? That's they're my watching. fucking they're point. Is they're watching, watching. They're wanting. Like, people are always wanting to have an excuse to compare you to them and give themselves a reason to feel better about themselves. That's mm. my, that's a negative way that I feel like people are watching mm. you and saying like, oh, like, what is she doing? Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. trying to wait and see like, is she serious about this? Right. Is this for real? Yeah. Um, is she really doing this? Is she doing okay Mm -hmm. like is there a reason that i could feel like she's not doing okay so i could feel like sorry for her like people and that's exactly the feelings i'm sure that's exactly what you got to avoid like i don't you didn't want want people to feel that feel sorry for me like oh like she's trying to discover herself right like and people so many people say that like oh are you are you trying to find yourself like are you on a journey to find yourself and i was like i mean actually yes you're like (laughs) yeah i've been doing that for a while yeah so um i was like okay i started doing but you didn't like the negative connotation of that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was very afraid that people were gonna be like well like what does she know about nutrition? Like, what does she like? Yeah, she, I mean, she posts like she cooks a lot. You know, she obviously likes that. But like, we'll just wait and see until she gets bored with this and moves on to something else. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people were like surprised. Not that I stuck with something because I still make jewelry. Like I still do soap. I still make candles. But like, it's um the seriousness of no, it for like, sure. that no going back like there is no plan b like i took out well with your soap or with your jewelry or with any other business that i've seen you do mm-hmm. um you never showed yourself using no. the items mm-hmm. so before it was a product based right mm-hmm. versus now is not product based business right right but you would show your jewelry. You mm-hmm. would show your items, your soap or whatever else you're selling. You would always show those, mm-hmm. but you never showed yourself mm-hmm. in those. Yeah. And I think that's a big, we were talking about this last week too, I think. Yes. Is that like being in the coaching space or like trying to convince people to like, we're not just, you're not selling a $2 pair of earrings anymore or a right. $2 or I think you were saying that $2 is for the soap, but it Whatever, was pretty much right? all $2. You're like, you're not selling a something that's $2 or something right. that's quick and right. like an easy yes or no. You're mm-hmm. selling something now that is something that someone has to actually want to change their life, has mm-hmm. to look at themselves in the mirror. So you have to be that more vulnerable person Yes, and be there and be like, you have to show yourself. And I think like you, that's the difference that I saw in Mm. you because I've always like we already talked about like I already always saw you like promoting your stuff yes through Instagram and social media but like you never showed you no I'm a very 
private person. And I think that's when I made this change to go into, okay, I know what this is going to need. Like I know I'm going to need my face out there and not that it wasn't before, but it was going to be in such a public way that I was kind of like, I don't, again, I don't want to come off fake. Like I, I don't want to come off as someone like disingenuous. Like I'm a very genuine person, but I think it was, and it's just probably like 20 people I thought about were going to think this, like the same 20 people I always, like my family, friends, right? you know, it wasn't, I wasn't thinking bigger picture. I wasn't thinking above like 20 people, like outside of my immediate friend, family group, like what were they going to think? And that's what you were thinking about. That's what I was thinking about. Like, okay, they're going to be like, oh, here she goes again. You know, same thing. Like she is always doing something. And then on the other hand, I have a few people that reach out like that is so fucking awesome. You do so many other things. And I've always admired that about you that you just, you know, you always, you never settle. That's what one of my friends told me. You don't settle. You just do what I'm like. Right. Well, I mean, I get, I, I don't see myself like that. Like I see myself as just like the casual, weird, occasionally girl that laughs like way too loud. <laughs> That's how I see myself. Me. <laughs> Renee is literally always like, calm your fucking laugh. And I'm like, it's just who I, like, it's just my laugh. I was at a restaurant. Back <laughs> face, like girl, I was at a restaurant and I laughed one time, like the laugh to where like your belly hurts uh-huh. and you're just like, apparently I can, if I ever go missing, put a recording of my laugh out there. Cause the, the person turned around and was like, I knew that was you. I would know your laugh anywhere. And I was like, oh wait, God. was it a person, you know? Yes. It was ah! a person I know, but I didn't know they were was there. at this restaurant. And like, they turned around they're like, Oh my God, Devin, I knew that was I you. I knew it was you. I would know your laugh anywhere. Yes. And I was like, what an Im- embarrassing trait <laughs> no i think like, that's like the best a trait on belly laugh and they're like that's oh, amazing that's devin I'm like, <laughs> that's amazing because that means like what what would you rather be known by like your laugh or like your fucking like angry ass like you know like i don't know Bring just my refill <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> wait what because I was I was at a restaurant I don't know if I had you know you can I see what attitude. you're saying like yeah like, yeah yeah that's just my disposition but it's not I don't know you know it's so weird this is a random note but like when you're talking about a restaurant mm-hmm. I'm picturing when you said a restaurant I don't know why was this specific amazing? restaurant came to my mind what in it's it's a like a mom and pop in Arlington like where I grew oh. up like, why did that restaurant <laughs> pop up in my mind? I and was it like, at, like a mom and pop. It was Mexican a mom and pop restaurant. pizza place is oh. what I was thinking of. And so when you said a refill, I was like, you can get your own refill there. That's what I was thinking. That's why I gave you that look. That was like, was like I was thinking like a, a you were thinking. Yeah, margarita. obviously she was thinking like, of a like regular sit down restaurant. And here I am thinking of like a fucking CC's pizza, which I don't think they even have those in California, but I don't know what the different the California I've never version seen one here. <laughs> no, they don't have them. <laughs> It's like a pizza, like a old school. Um, Is it like a Shakey's? Yeah, I guess it would okay. be like a Shakey's or like okay. a, um, yeah, like a Pizza Hut. Do you remember the restaurants, the Pizza yes. Hut restaurants? Be like that. A like a buffet. Yeah. Just unlocked. Yes. That, that's what a CC's is. But that's what I was thinking. It it wasn't a CC's that I was thinking of, but it was like it was a CC's. that particular. Spot. Yeah. But it's so weird that I'm thinking of this specific 
like mom and pop space. I don't know why that like really came to mind. And then you said the, that would you rather be known for, I'm like now getting back to the <laughs> fucking subject at hand. And literally guys, it's like, we've been recording already for an hour, which is totally fine. But it's just funny because I was thinking right now, like, I was telling Renee, like, oh, we're not going to record that long. And Renee's <laughs> like, you know yourself. You're going to get in there and you're going to fucking record and just fucking keep blabbing. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, maybe. I don't know. We haven't even done our weekly wins and weekly faves. We just fucking okay. jumped into it. <laughs> um, We just, like, got into this episode. <laughs> we didn't even, like, need any intro, nothing. We were just like, let's fucking go. So we're going to back it up a little bit and um, go into our weekly wins and our weekly faves. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let Devin go first because, as always, I don't know mine yet. I had (laughs) them a thousand times. I didn't write them down. So I'm going to let Devin go first and give her weekly fave and weekly wins. For the weekly fave, as always, we're going to have it linked um, in the show notes. And then also we'll have it on Instagram as well as you guys can follow Devin on Instagram um, through the confident, um, AF podcast Instagram. So we'll have everything linked in the show notes. So my weekly fave, I don't know if you have any of you have seen this on TikTok, but TikTok made me buy it. It's called (laughs) slugging. Yes. And you use this ointment for skincare and like you smush it, swish it all over your face, like an unhealthy amount of this product. Do you leave all that amount on your face? I saw this on her Instagram and I, I can put the TikTok on um, <laughs> on the Instagram yes. for, for everybody to see. So I only used a pea size amount okay. and like I put it, put moisturizer on and then I put that on top and I haven't seen like great, great results, but I have, like I was telling you, like really dry, dry. patchy skin, like combination oily, right. dry. So I was like, okay, like any skincare product, I'm going to give it a right. try. And like, this was like $7 for a little tube. Oh, so I was okay. like, oh heck yeah. So it's that CeraVe ointment, like, oh, it's like drugstore. It's drugstore. Okay. So okay. I was like, okay, like I can pick this up at Target. No problem. And try it tonight. So I did. And the it's just so moisturizing. Like TikTok was right. They got it right. It's so moisturizing. Why is it called slugging? Because it looks like a slug? I, I don't know. Like all the videos that I find, I can't find the core like meaning as to why it's called slugging. I don't know if it's because you're like swishing it on your face. Maybe that's why. That's and what like, I was thinking. And it looks like petroleum jelly. It does. So it looks like the little Sluggy. slug trail that like. Okay, but yeah, slugging, and that's so that's your fave. That's my fave. I've used it like this whole week, and I love it. It's it's very moisturizing. Love it, Mm -hmm. love it, love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's your weekly win? My weekly win, I think, like a yearly win is probably like right now because I never thought that this moment would be happening. Like I would have been went back to school like not only went back to school like done like actually completed the ultimate goal and like started my own business and then get to talk about it on a podcast so that's like a it's like a full circle hell yeah it is a full circle moment for sure for sure I love that I love that win is like the win is within it's here that's crazy right now yay 
It's happening. It's all happening. <laughs> um, okay. My weekly fave. While you were talking about that, I was like, okay, I think I know my weekly fave. I think my weekly fave is actually like the decor and the setup of this room. Basically, if you guys have been following like on Instagram or my personal, like the podcast Instagram or my personal Instagram, I've been kind of like every single week um, tweaking the setup of this room Mm -hmm. when I've been having guests. And it started off with me obviously just recording on this table that's behind her and um, a background, (laughs) like an actual background, like a wallpaper type of background. And that was looked great. Um, and then when Michelle came, we did the same thing. We had one camera and it was recording both of us from a far angle away, but I still had like so much junk in this room. And Mm. I still had like, this room was full of like, it wasn't organized. It was just felt very like cluttered. Um, so that was like, just like taking all that out and creating this space with my own like little vision, Mm -hmm. um, I think is my weekly fave because even like creating like this little aesthetic right behind us. I had it pictured in my mind and I had like bought some stuff on Amazon and I had like a vision of what I wanted it to feel like. But, um, when I started putting it together, I was like, I called my sister and I was sending her pictures and I was like, it doesn't feel right. Mm. Like it doesn't feel right yet. And she was like, Oh, just add this, add this. And we were like going back and forth with it. So it's like when it wasn't all put together, it didn't feel right. Like mm. the rug by itself didn't feel right. The chairs by itself didn't feel right. But but all together, together. it became my vision. And so like I think that's why I'm like, okay, all of it together is my fave for this week because it all had to come together to be one. And it's so freaking cute. I'm obsessed with it's it. It's so cute. It makes I can't me wait feel to like, like See it. I'm at a sleepover. Coming. Like, yeah, that's exactly the vibe. Talking to like my friend, like just like gossiping about yes. who knows what. And you're just. I just, when you said that, I'm yes. like, that's exactly what it was. Like, like when I seen your Instagram video. It brought me back to like JoJo's CD. Like when she first released, like get out, leave right now. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah, so mad about it. We're like, yes. get out, leave. It's like 14. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, we hate you. I have no idea. For what? What are we really even mad about? But I felt like it was like the best. Yeah. Like my tween teen years just like all came flooding back. I know. That's exactly what I wanted. I wanted. Like when I started thinking about the space, I was like, I thought about, well, first of all, I started like pull ideas from other people's podcasts, obviously. And Mm -hmm. they're like what I liked and what I, um, you know, was gravitated towards. Yeah. But then like when I started to think about like the vibe for like the Instagram and stuff like that. Actually, yeah. Brittany, my friend reached out to me and said like, dude, I feel like your vibe for your podcast, which this was after the first one. So it had okay. that like background of like the blue with the pink, like tigers. So cute. I love that. So cute. She's like, Oh my God, our little, our young, like 2000 self would just be screaming right now right? at your vibe of the podcast. And I was like, dude, for sure. Yes. And then I was just like, oh, I was secretly that's hoping the vibe. for like a Brittany poster. <laughs> I ordered. <laughs> That's a good idea. But I was okay. So I kept Googling like Y2K, um, yeah. like decor aesthetic. Yeah. Y2K <laughs> aesthetic, Y2K decor. Like yeah. I kept because like holographic. Yeah. What do you like? Because like the 21st century. What do you think of when you think of Y2K? Like 
it's kind of hard to pin down. Yeah. So I kept Googling and then that's how I became like came up with all the stuff. Yes. And the flow is just so good. Yes. Right. But perfect. I ordered um, something that came up when I was Googling on Etsy for the prints. Yeah. Was Polaroids of Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. So I ordered those. They're not here yet. Oh my god. But I gosh. ordered them because they weren't that expensive. So I was like, I'm gonna frame but them. They're the like bowl full. Cut? I think he like does have the bowl cut. I think days. it's like Titanic bowl cut esque days. There's like four Polaroids, and I'm just like, I'm like geeking out. I'm gonna put them right here so you can see them. You can every, see them every yes. every uh every podcast video. Yeah. I think it's gonna be so funny. Like I so but I think a Britney poster yeah, for sure. Britney, or like Christina. I had I didn't have a Christina. I had Backstreet Boys. Loved Backstreet Boys. Were you Boys. Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Backstreet Boys. For sure. Yes. Nick. Oh my God, Nick was my favorite. So dreamy with the hair. But I was really into Aaron Carter too. Oh, my sister was. She was like, I was really into I want candy. That was my favorite song. (laughs) And the Lizzie McGuire show that where he came out and yes, like, did you see my Lizzie McGuire's cup today? Yes, the best crossover. Like, I wish I was. I have literal chills. I wish I was Lizzie McGuire. For that episode alone, I was like, oh my God. That was the best episode. That was the height of her career. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Dude, that was for sure. But I did love it. I liked NSYNC more, I think, than Backstreet Boys. Oh my gosh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but how could you not like that? Um, There's a few songs. I like Justin Timberlake. Me too. I didn't like NSYNC, but I liked Justin Timberlake. You didn't? So when like he went, NSYNC? like, on his own. I was Wait, like, I'm so confused. You didn't like NSYNC? I didn't care for them. Like, there's a few songs that I, you know, I no like. No Strings Attached? No Strings Attached. Like, Bye Bye Bye. Like, that was catchy. If I only had Instagram and TikTok in this era, for I sure. could have been We're famous. Ruled. <laughs> I knew every dance. My weekly win. Let's see. What is my weekly win? I think my weekly win is, okay, I'm going to try to say this without sounding conceited or, I don't know. I don't want it to sound in the way that it could. Okay, my weekly win is that I feel like I did, sometimes you don't realize like how big your reach is. I talked about this on Instagram yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, But I went and got, um, I did like basically a little collab with, um, girl here in Long Beach who does hair, Alexis. And she hit me up a while ago on Instagram and was just like, Hey, I love your content, whatever, just interacting. Okay, cool. And then we started, she was like, Hey, somehow we should collab. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so we started talking back and forth, whatever. I went to go do the blowout with her. And when I met her, she was like really excited to meet me. She was like, oh my God, like I just can't believe like I'm meeting you in person. And like the way that she was, the the energy that she was giving, she was like very excited to meet me and yeah. very like, I wish I had you like when I was like uh, my younger self, like my A teenage teenager, self. For sure. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, girl, like I wish I had myself at this time too, you know? And so yeah. we started talking and, um, it just became like really clear to me that she really connected with like everything that is me, the confidence queen, confident AF podcast, like everything. And 
it's like you don't realize how big like we were talking about how like people are watching you no matter Mm -hmm. what you do people are watching people Mm -hmm. are observing people are resonating but like you don't realize that sometimes when you're like doing it and I think that's like I got a really good dose of that yesterday of realizing like how far that reach can be sometimes um and how much you can really like affect somebody and and encourage them mm-hmm. because sometimes i think like yeah i'm doing my podcast and like it's going great i'm doing my instagram that's great and it's a it's something that i truly am passionate about but mm-hmm. it, sometimes and not in a bad way but it can feel like you're doing pe- it for like <sighs> maybe not even that way but i feel like i'm like oh i know everyone who listens to it everyone who listens to it is people that are really like that are my friends or my family mm. you know like i like you i yeah. like you're like oh i listen to this about like okay cool you know yeah. like you're someone i know right and know well so i'm just like to me i'm like still kind of in shock that like someone that like just found me through instagram just yeah. through a hashtag through instagram yeah is so like excited to listen to my stuff. I don't know yeah. why that like still is shocking to me, but I'm like, wow. Like that to me, that was an amazing like win that I'm, yeah. I always said like when I started doing like YouTube and video and everything like that, I just wanted to like show someone out there, just even one person that they're not alone, that like yeah. they're not like everyone you're seeing on social media looks the same. And so you can feel a lot of times really isolated. You can feel like, Oh, they're doing it this way. But like, obviously I can't, I was trying to show, Hey, like I'm the same as you, right. What you're struggling with. I'm struggling with that too, but I'm still here showing up and trying to show you that. Right. Yeah. Relatable, I guess is the word. So it just was like that, that finally, not finally, I'm sure it has been for a while, but Mm -hmm. It, it was like in full force mm-hmm. that relatability really um, came across to her. I was yeah. like, wow, like it, like I don't know. So it was just so surreal. That she wanted to collab with you. Like you spoke to her core to where she was like, you know what? I need this energy. Like I need to work with this energy. I need to be a part of this. This is something I want to be a part of. That's I I still feel like, wow, like mm-hmm. I'm shocked, not shocked because that's my vision. So yeah. I guess that's not like what I'm trying to. Yeah. Grateful, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I have a lot of feelings that come yeah. up when I felt that I was like. Right. I can't even describe the Over- feeling. Overwhelmed. Like with joy. Just yeah. Like yeah. That it's actually reaching somebody that's not. Not already in close contact with you. Yeah, that's your friend or your family, like some random person. Or that that, I haven't had like actual interaction with in person. Right. Yeah. That they've just connected through your content and who you are. Okay. So that's my weekly win. That was a huge win for me. It was just like, same thing, a full circle moment. Full circle. Where I was like, wow. I don't think I even mentioned to you guys. I did like reference it once or twice, but we are drinking today. So we're having a little cocktail hour. Um, We're going to go meet our, oh, I didn't even set the scene for you guys. I'm so sorry. Okay. Before we get into the last <laughs> little like leg of this. So we've been here drinking since probably like 
I got here at two. What time is it? Seven. I know. <laughs> so we've been here like oh drinking, gosh. hanging out, like talking and like yeah. bullshitting. Since like two o'clock, we finally got the guys to fucking leave the house. They left the house. They're so they're out mm-hmm. gonna eat dinner. Yes. And have like a bar drink and stuff like that and get drunk and we're gonna go meet them up. <laughs> get drunk. So we're here. We're still drinking too. Mm-hmm. So but Devin doesn't drink that much. No. So doesn't drink as much as me. No, I don't. <laughs> I offered her a drink like 50 times. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to have water. This is, the, this is the first one. I and she refilled it with, with water. So I made her a drink, which I also was like, oh, let me make this drink like kind of weak. It was so strong. <laughs> and I, I saw her two or three times <laughs> refilling it with water. And I was like. And mm-hmm. um, watermelon juice. You added that too? <laughs> yeah. Just wanted to keep the color, like the aesthetic, you know? <laughs> I love that you thought of the aesthetic. <laughs> I wanted it to, to pop. Yes. Know? Okay, so, like, even though everything was telling you, like, to go for this, right? Yes. To go for your career move, to go for um, shifting. Mm-hmm. And you knew in your soul, like, that's what you really should do. Mm-hmm. But your ego came in and was trying to be like, oh, like, who are you to do this? Who are you to go back to school? Like, mm-hmm. how did you, what gave you the confidence and how did you push past those feelings of like, someone's going to hate on it. Someone's mm-hmm. going to like judge me. Someone's going to think X, Y, and Z about me. Mm-hmm. How did you move past those? I think it was just at the time I was still like 29. And it's so funny because I, I had talked to my sister-in-law about this when I had went out to Colorado and I just hit, I, th- I hit 30 and like, it sounds, it sounds dumb, no but like I really I hit understand. 30 and I was like, oh my God, like, what have I done with my life? Like, what have I done? That's brought me like joy and happiness and passion and just like a drive for life and it wasn't what I was doing so at that time I was already going to school but it had hit me like okay like who gives a fuck like no one really cares no one has time to care if they care that much it's weird yeah if you're caring that much it's fan energy about me like you probably have other issues you need to take a look at so and especially Isaac. He's like the biggest, he's a big cheerleader. Like he's very supportive and just, okay, well like what, what bothers you about that? And like, I never talk about my feelings. So I literally have to talk like this to get my feelings out because I don't talk. Yeah. Like I feel angry. Like that's how I have to talk. And he's like, so why does it make you feel like that? I'm like, I don't know. But I, it was just a lot of hard conversations. And he's like, you know, people are going to talk shit, whether you're a millionaire yep. or you're like, you know, homeless Joe living in a like, box. Yeah. yeah, he's like, they're going to talk shit. There's always going to be something that they think you can improve on. There's always going to be something that they think you could have did better or that they could have did better if they were in your shoes. So fuck them. And I was yeah. like... I don't think like that. (laughs) I was like, okay. But I started to just really manifest like what I seen for my life and how I wanted to live the rest of my life. And it wasn't what I had. Like I was 20 thinking about like the beginning of that decade, like 20 to 29 
20 to 30. And I had this like big plan, like this big life. I didn't know what it was, but I knew I wanted to do something big and impactful and to make a difference. And I thought that that would have been the career that I chose because healthcare Mm -hmm. is impactful. Like you are helping people, but it wasn't, it, it served its purpose for its time. And I'm appreciative of it because I learned so much just about the whole healthcare system and nutrition and just, you know, it, it was a stepping stone to get me here. But like, as far as like showing up on Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I too old to be here? Like, this is ridiculous. Like I am not going to do a TikTok dance. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, do I want to share my life? Like I see these other influencers, quote unquote, like I see everybody promoting their business and I'm not like that. What if they don't like me? Like, what if they don't resonate with what I have to say? Like, what if they don't take my advice because of what I look like? Like, what if they don't just all these things. And I realize that I've done that in every aspect of my life. And that's been the roadblock that I always go back to like the what ifs, like, but this and that, like what other people think. And then like, I hit my 30th birthday, like that work week, it was just training. Like I was just in training and it already sucked. And I was like, after training, maybe it's going to get better. And it never did. And then I ended up quitting like two months later into that new job. Right. And I was just like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I pulled my IRA out and I was like, you know what? I bust my ass for everybody else, like to further their business, to further their needs and wants in this particular job duty. Like I'm gonna take this money and I'm just gonna bet on myself. And I had no idea where to begin. Like, I was like, okay, well, obviously I need to finish school. Like, I can't do anything if I don't finish school. So I buckled down and, like, I treated it like a job. I studied for eight hours every day, like, would take a lunch and a break. And then I would do research on, like, taxes. Like, literally Googled, like, what is a real? Like, what is everybody talking about? Right. At this point... I hadn't showed up on social media other than like the occasional, like it's my birthday, Merry Christmas, like those kind of posts. Or if I was going out of town doing something interesting. And now you're posting what, a reel a day? Yeah, I do a reel a day. I post a reel a day. Those are difficult batch creating. Anyway, so, (laughs) so yeah. So I was like, okay, so am I ready to share like my life? Other parts of me. That's what it's going to need. Like I'm going to have to be vulnerable and not give two shits about what someone's going to say about me and what they're going to think about me. And not that I cared about it. And that's, and that's the other thing. Like as a person, if you're, I don't give crap what you say or think about me as a person, but now it's almost like I, I gave birth (laughs) to this other thing, like another part of myself yeah and like I want to protect it and right. I want to yeah. make sure that it's gonna be okay and that I but you didn't do that because like you didn't allow that to take a hold of you because you're kind of like I, get, I think what you're saying is you're kind of just like you were just kind of like fuck it yeah that's literally I was like just you did it. research on how to it. basically like achieve like how to technically do the things that you're wanting to do right meals, I was like okay whatever. I know I need to be I know not not I need to be. I know what I want to be. So how So how do I get there? How do I get there? I have that mentality to where like I 
am very dedicated. So like, if I'm like, I'm going to do this for eight hours, there's, I'm going to do that for eight hours. Yeah. And so just like trying to like, okay, this is what I know I need to do. So like first step, like make an Instagram page, like, okay, so do that and like create content for it first. But like right. what, what kind of cre- uh, content do right. I create? Like what is other people like in this space doing? Like, what do I like that they're doing? What do I don't like that they're doing? And then what is going to make me different because everybody's sure. doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, And so I started researching it and then I had reached out to a couple of like business coaches and mind you, I had set out, set aside money to get this all going. So I knew it was going to cost a pretty penny to get like expert advice. And I thought, okay, I'll just hire someone to help me do it. And then it's done. I don't have to worry about researching anything. So I did a couple of those free calls and then, um, one company I had really like talked with whatever and she was like so are you ready for like you know how much this program is gonna cost and in my head I'm like okay like it's gonna be a couple grand probably which I'm prepared for and she's like so my cost is ten thousand dollars and I was like for how long I didn't even get past the ten thousand she said ten thousand dollars I was like so that's pretty much all I have saved um so no. I think I can do it. So thank you for your time. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Like, fuck it. Like, that's all I like. Poor Isaac. That's probably all he hear me saying, like in my office, just like, fuck it. Like just whoever's the dogs, whoever's yeah. listening. Anytime I would reach out for help and get blocked by whatever it is. Right. I was like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to have to do it. Like the one woman show over here. Yeah. And so researching like taxes, researching, you know, how to do this. Like, what does your program look like? How do you even make a program? And then I'm like, oh, this is, this is too much. Like it's too much. And there was days where I like wanted to give up. And then in the back of my mind is like, well, there's always plan B. And I'm like, no, not anymore. Like there's no longer a plan B. Like this is it. If this doesn't work, it's win or die. Like if this doesn't work, then I don't know what what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like if it doesn't work. So. Well, I think it just ships and shapes. uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) Shapes and shifts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a way that you can look at um, plan A as the only option, but also like somewhere to be somewhere in the middle. So you don't, Mm -hmm. because I think that can also be very like, there might be people listening that they only have one way of looking at it and they might be. Like, they may never be able to see a different way. Mm -hmm. But I think seeing, like, yes, this is my core, what I want to do. And then allowing that to shift and move with you and not being set like it has to be this way. But knowing, like, at the core, this is what you want to do. Yeah, and that's what what Isaac said had like also just kind of like, you know, you don't have to be one thing anymore. Like you can do, this is your thing. Like you can do whatever you want. want. And I think after doing like all those months and months of like research and just like following all these different people and getting ideas that, that I thought I had to be like them. And that's, that's not it. Like my superpower is me. Like what I bring. (laughs) 
why would I try to be somebody like else? You are the secret sauce. Secret sauce. You are the superpower. And Your the superpower is just yes. So and then as soon as I let go of that, like my content was easier to make, like all the other you were things in alignment. that were yes, all the other things that were like such a big deal. Like I just didn't weren't care anymore. A big deal like anymore. they weren't anymore. Like I figured out the taxes. I figured out like, you know, the business. Like, like I just figured it out. Like yeah. I just did it. And then I created like my course, like everything just flowed like so naturally. And then I had got to like the final step and the final step after like making the welcome package, making emails, like making content, like all of these things that go into launching something or announcing it which you know you've done like multiple times so it was just like okay now I have this beautiful little precious baby am I ready for the world to destroy it because I feel like that's what's gonna happen like I'm gonna that's how I felt about the podcast make my page public I'm gonna announce it on my personal page and then we'll see what happens. And so I was, and I don't have a lot of followers on my personal page. Like it's very select few. So I was like, okay, maybe a few people will like follow it and we'll see what happens. Like, okay, this is, I manifest, I want this certain number. So I announced it, I launched it and everybody was supportive. And then some people were like, there she goes again. You know, I mean, you're always going to have those type of people. Um, and then I remember launching it and then like a week later I had like looked at my profile and I was like, oh, I wonder like how many followers I have now. It was like 15 and I was so disappointed because really? I was like, you know what? You have all of these people that say like, good for you. Like, that's amazing. I could never like all these extra things. Like, but how can we support you? Like, how don't. can we do this? Yeah. And then it's like, it's literally a follow button. Like you can mute whatever I have to say if you don't like it. Like I just like the concept just never, I don't know. I was like, okay, well, so like I don't have as much support as I thought. And that was really like, it took me like a, a good week to like not let that affect me anymore. But it was just something where I was like, man, I worked so hard on all this crap and no one like even wants to see it. Like it's my sister that keeps liking everything. That is a freaking like vibe for like people starting off. Yeah. Is like I work so hard for something that I believe so deeply mm-hmm. is powerful, impactful you know, game changing. Mm-hmm. And it, cause it's, and no one cares and no one cares. <laughs> no, one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Like you put hours into this post oh, God, and making yeah. it look like super cool and goes with your aesthetic. Uh-huh. And like you make a website that has had two views and it's like your views. You just keep viewing. <laughs> and like, oh, God, and yes. like, I've never designed a website before. Like, okay, I've done that. Like I've ne- like, there's so many things when I was making that decision to change my course of where my life was going that I never thought I would be able to do and that I did. Like, I'm so proud of myself for doing that. Like, I would have never in my wildest dreams been like, oh, I could design a website and I can be confident in, like, bringing value to other people's lives. Like, I I can do that. I think just, like, and then just 
you know, ups and downs. And I'm like, I really want to get to a hundred followers so I can make like unlock all of these beautiful insights that Instagram has to offer. And I'm like five away. Like I just need five people. And then I started doing more research. Like you have to find a niche. And as soon as like, I was like, okay, what is, what do I, who do I want to help? Basically. Ideal client. Yeah. Ideal client. Who do I want to help? And I'm like, okay, like what is something that I have a lot of knowledge in already to where it's not going to be like overwhelming and I'm right. going to give up. So I'm like, okay, well I used to work 40, 50 hour weeks and I had no time to research right. how to get healthy. I had no time how to figure out like what to eat, like right. what, like what's going to make me feel good. Like I could, sure. I've read what a macronutrient is, but like, what the hell is that actually? Right. And I don't have time to research all of this. And I'm like, that's my ideal client was me right. five years ago. Like that's me. I wish like I had all these issues and one, I just didn't know where to look for them. Like I look on Google and Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook groups. And I was like, okay, well that, that worked for you. So like what's going to work for me. And I never thought about reaching out for like a nutrition coach. I had never thought five years ago that there was someone that could help with that. So I was like, okay, that's it. And as soon as I nailed down my ideal client and made content that I wish I had. Right. Um, and what would have helped you at the time. Yeah. And, and fun ones too. Yeah. But, um, like just a whole change, like so many messages, like so many more, like, Oh my gosh, this makes sense. Like what a good idea. Um, so much more support, but it just took, it took a long time to get there. It took a long time to feel confident in it, but now now I am like, it's yeah. hasn't been that long, but I no, mean, like, I, I feel like that's, it's honestly pretty short, but I think it's because you put in the like legwork before mm-hmm. of like getting to know like, okay, why am I unhappy in this job? Yeah. Why do I want to go after this? You know, yeah. like I think that stuff beforehand made it easier for you to shift and, and see like, okay, I see that I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Um, but it's not like really producing that many results. Why? Because that's, I think like, like every entrepreneurs or like, you know, social creators, Mm -hmm. um, first like roadblock is like, I'm creating this content, but no one gives a fuck. So why? Because why keep doing it? Right. And yours, what I think you hit the nail on the head saying like, what would I have wanted? Mm -hmm. Who's my ideal client and what do they need? Yeah. And how can I provide that to them? Yeah. Um, because the top things I always looked for was like easy recipes, uh-huh. like a tip, like anything, right. Like I can buy this spinach, but I throw it away every week. Like how, like just little things that would have saved me so much time right, for sure. So that's when I started making content like that. Then it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, okay, well. I found my niche. So now what? And that's the problem that I always have like with myself. I'm like, now what? Now what? And like, now what can I do now? What can I do better? And I'll overanalyze and overanalyze something that was probably fine the first time, but I want to make sure it's perfect. And then you end up messing it up. (laughs) I know. And our own worst critics. Yes. And then when I had opened up to like my close family and friends and let them know I had quit 
and I am making a career change as a nutrition coach. And they were like, well, what the hell is that? Yeah. I'm like, um, well, do you, have you ever, I was like, let me answer, like, what does a nutrition coach do? Let me answer your question with a question. When you want to learn more about your body, what foods are good for what, you know, how to be healthy, what, what is actually healthy, what foods are good, what foods are not necessarily bad. Right. Like some people Google what foods are good, what foods are bad, you know? Right. And I personally don't think that there's a bad food, but I mean, I'm sure there's better choices. Right. But those type of things, I'm like, where do you look? And they're like, well, Google, Pinterest, Instagram. Like I ask my friend, she's a nurse of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, cool. So what do you do with all that information? Like, how do you apply it? And they're like, well, I don't really know. I feel overwhelmed. And I was like, boom, that's what I do. Like I sift through all of it and I make it easier for you. And I show you like, it's okay to be confused. Like, hell I was like, this is exactly why I'm here. Like you want to like, what's your goal? You want to eat healthier? Boom. Like I'm your girl. I will help you. Like, how can we achieve it together? Like if someone was just there, I think to hold me accountable that I would have been I would have been able to achieve that sooner. Like it's not necessarily like a weight journey. And it was just like, I had just been diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Like I had no idea how to fuel my body. And my doctor was like, well, here's a pill. And I'm like, well, this is going to make my liver fall out. (laughs) Yeah. So how can I, there's not a better option. Like heart disease runs in my family. Like how can I prevent that? Right. Well, here's a cholesterol pill. That's not what I asked. Like that's, and those are the top, three things like I always dispense at a pharmacy was high cholesterol, heart disease, insulin, like those things. And all of those things, if you know, they run in your family or anything like that are preventable, like with food, like not with a pill that you have to take. It just blew my mind. And that's like why I always dabbled in nutrition anyway and wellness, because it made sense to me. Like, why would I just not eat this broccoli? But take this pill where my liver is going to fall out. Right. So it's like, why wouldn't I just eat the broccoli that gives me the good stuff right. versus like take this pill that's easier, gives mm-hmm. me the good stuff, but also has a negative side effect. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's when I was like, okay, like this is already stuff that I know that I can implement and be able to speak on right away. And when people ask me like what I do, I'm not intimidated by it because that was the other thing. And I'm yeah. like, well, like it's. You know, I help people eat better, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, what what was that? And they're like, they walk away. <laughs> but I like, think when you like break like, it down, like if you wanted to get healthy, like what would you do right now? Right. And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. Look up a meal prep recipe. And I was like, well, you just said you work 80 hours a week. So is that like, is that even an option? Right. Well, what do you mean? Like, well, can you meal? Can you set like two to four hours aside? Like, I just ask the question back. Like, that's exactly what I do. I help busy women like I was, like me five years ago. Just, I want to get healthy. I don't know how. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. I don't want to give up what I like, but I want to make better choices. Like, I want to be here a long time. Yeah. Just that I guess just no that is a perfect explanation nutrition 101 like a crash course and things that you don't have time to research 
nor do you are, are really interested in it. You just know, like, you don't I want to shift through all change. sift through all the bullshit. Right. And you don't know if you're not educated what's correct and what's not correct. And so then you're going to start comparing yourself to Sally say so like, well, she ate this green right. juice for three weeks. I'm going to do that. And then you don't see any results because yeah. you have you're not feeling any energy. And Sally say so works at a desk, you right. work at the hospital, like you need more than a juice. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's just a lot of educating. And like, I love teaching. I love training. Like I've man, I've been a manager in previous jobs and a trainer. And I really get a lot of fulfillment from that. So like, when it came down to time, like, okay, am I going to work for someone else? And I've applied places like, okay, like, I need to get some income in here. And it was like, we need someone with more experience. You know, we need to do this. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to work for myself. I'm going to be that boss bitch. <laughs> Period. Um, Period. Um, and then I, here I am. And now she is. <laughs> <laughs> and I am that girl. <laughs> yes. I love it. But it's, it's like, everybody wants like this secret formula or recipe or like, Hey, how can I like, what steps did you take? Like, did you do journaling? Did you do self-love? Did you do X, Y, and Z? And it's like, honestly, what it comes down to at the end of the day is a mindset shift, Mm -hmm. having a significant why and a reason behind it. Yeah. And then actually fucking just putting action in place. Yeah. Actually just, fucking doing it, doing it yeah. like continually doing it and yeah. doing it over and over and over because it's like, yeah, you can be confident, like, and not to get discouraged. Yeah. And just like, like continuing to say it. like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it no matter what, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what everyone else says. Like yeah. I have a big enough why, or I have a big enough like reason why that I want to do this. And it doesn't only have to be career related that I'm going to keep showing up and keep doing it. Yes. You know, yep. like, you could even relate that to like going out, like we're going to go out right now and meet up with the guys. Right. And I'm wearing um, a dress today. Normally I would probably like be like, Oh, I'm just going to like change into like what I'm more comfortable in. But Mm -hmm. when I go and I'm in my more like comfortable stuff, right. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm comfortable in the fact that like my body is comfortable, but like me, I'm kind of like, fuck, I wish I would have worn something more like out there more whatever. Like I have all these clothes in my closet that are more like fun, trendy, whatever, but I never wear them because I would rather be comfortable. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing. No. And it's the exact same thing. People do it with clothes, but we do it with our career too. And our, and our life. You don't want to step out of your zone. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if I never do it, then it doesn't become easier. Mm Mm-hmm. But if I go today and I wear the dress and I say like, whatever, fuck it, I'm going to go and do it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. So the next time I do it, it's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. And then the time after that, it's going to be easier. And then it just becomes easy. Then it yeah. just becomes what you do. Like, yeah. keep doing it. It's not just this like little formula of like do X, Y, and Z. And then it'll become who you want. Who, yeah. Who this, who you really are. Like yeah. there's not, you just have to keep doing it. Yeah. There's not a secret formula. No. Like there's not a certain circumstance that is going to get you there. Exactly. Like, I am just me. And that's, 
again, like my superpower, but that's what makes it unique. Yeah. Like makes me unique. My business unique. Like there's exactly. not another me. So. Exactly. There is no other Devons. No. They might spell it different, but yeah, we ain't the same. Spelled it wrong <laughs> what does a nutrition coach do? So a nutrition coach will, well, what I do, I don't know what other ones do. Okay. <laughs> but what, what I do, do you as a nutrition coach is do? I teach you and I like coined this little phrase is to like live colorfully. So like live just colorfully, like live bright, just shine. Just if it's whatever your goal is, like, do you want to eat better? Do you just need help showing someone you're accountable? But right. in the, it's called my program's 90 days to live colorfully. So you get obviously like one-on-one coaching with me and we kind of do a deep dive in like, have you tried to establish getting healthy before? And like, what the hell does that even right. look like to yes. you? Because it's not the same for everybody. Right. Like for me, it wasn't, losing weight. It was, I actually needed to gain weight because I had some thyroid issues and, you know, it looks different for everybody and not everybody wants to, and I hate the term lose weight. I like release weight. Like if you're, you want to release it, whatever that is, like I can help you with that too, but that's not the main goal. Like the main goal is to, we want to track your habits. Like do you eat unhealthy when A, B, or C? Happens, like, do you yeah. make those decisions when you're A, B, or C? Right. Um, when you, when do you feel the most energy? Is it after you eat A, B, or C? Right. So it's a lot of questions. Like the first like call and the first time we chat is a, is very metric, like getting numbers and just kind of going over things um, and what they expect and like what I can give um, and just kind of establish, like just really deep diving in, like, this is going to be a long-term thing. This is what you want, right? right? Like this isn't, it's a quick fix. fix. Like this is exactly what you need, how you need it, how we're going to do it. And you're not doing it alone. And someone that's going to be there for you and encourage you, even when you don't have friends or family, um, encourage you. Cause I know when I was first on, my health journey, like I would go out and eat a salad. Like a salad is not necessarily the most healthiest thing on the menu. It, if you're doing calories, it usually has the same amount as a burger and fries. So it just depends on what you're looking for, but you don't know what you're looking for. You're not trained to know what to look for because you're just, you know, you want to get healthy. So I would try to make healthy decisions and everyone would be like, why are you, why are you eating that? Like, why, why are you eating that? Like, well, I'm trying to be healthy. And they're like, so what does that mean? And I'm like, well, I mean, the salad's probably healthier than that, but like, I didn't know, like, you just don't know like what everybody's body composition is different. And that's literally what I do. Like, what do you want? Like, just tell me what you want. (laughs) It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Just tell me what you want. But, and I especially love working with women because I have, I mean, like, obviously I'm one, so we have a lot in common like there's a lot of things especially like I don't have children but I am married so like necessarily my partner doesn't want to eat the same things right, as mine and for that's sure. a big roadblock for people I don't feel like cooking this Two for me things, and then yeah. something yeah. for him okay well what about a b or c like just 
giving options and sometimes resources and thoughts that you wouldn't have thought about yourself right. because exactly. your brain's so overloaded that the last thing on your mind is usually yourself. Right. I find that like for myself, like in, I'm like, okay, what can I do, you know, for this A, B, and C? And I'm like, oh, I'll just eat this Hot Pocket really quick because it's convenient. Right. So-and-so won't eat this. But a lot of when you're making new choices, you've, you tend to feel judged. Like people are like, why are you eating that? For sure. Um, and then you go back into your old habits because there's not someone there to support you until you're like, no, remember you're doing this because you want to make you, your family's history is like heart right. disease. Like we're doing this. Like, so hopefully like this doesn't happen for you. Like it's like making, that reminder of your why. Right. Just constantly reminding them and being their coach, like literally in every essence of the way, like you got it, you can do it. And I wish I had that. I wish for I sure. would have had that because I think that all the time I wasted thinking about how I'm going to do it, where where can I find these resources? Like, are they legitimate? <laughs> this is not yeah. just someone on Instagram. Right. Like, do they have? Do they know what the hell they're talking about? Am I getting correct advice for me? Um, and the program's not cookie cutter. It's very custom, Customized. like very very custom. And you'll just find like I have one client right now. She's her goal was just to make better health choices. Like that's what she wanted to do. And she's like, if I release weight, I release weight, but that's not my main goal. Like I need to make a change. And I'm right. like, okay, perfect. And then she had just sent me a message the other day. She's like, oh my God, I have so much energy. And like there, we really didn't change too much. It was just a lot of education right. and like, okay, so eat this instead of that. And, or not even so much that just, if you make these swaps or if we figure out A, B, and C, like you're going to see these results. Right. She's like, oh my gosh, like I would have never thought of that. And then she's like, I just want you to know, like I know this wasn't like one of my goals, but I already lost like five pounds. And I was like, oh my God. She's like, and I don't weigh myself, but I just wanted you to know right. that. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. She's like, so, I mean, I've been you know, implementing what you told me, more vegetables, more fruit, like what exactly my body by body composition needs. Um, and she's like, I feel great. And I, it made me feel better yeah. because I was like, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I would hate for someone to hire me. And they're like, this girl, like she, that would she never would happen. Not though. help me at all. <laughs> because it's like, if, if that was to happen, that'd be someone's own projection. Ooh, because I like that. A lot of times that does happen, right? And that's yeah. probably like your worst fear as a coach yes. is that you would be giving advice to someone and then for some reason it wouldn't help them. Mm -hmm. But all we can do as coaches is give advice and yeah. give guidance and yeah. give options. We can't do it for the client. Like yeah. you can't, you can't force the client to yeah. want it. And you that's know? the number one question I get. Like when I do calls, they're like, so what meal plan are you going to put me on? And I'm like, well, I'm not a nutritionist, so I can't give you a meal plan. Right. I was like, so, but I mean, we're going to like, well, I just want someone to tell me what to eat. And I yeah. was like, okay, well, obviously we're not the best fit for each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're like, if just, just tell me what to eat. Like, I just, so I don't want to know anything else. So that's not a client else. for you. That's right. not, it's not a client, client for yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I can't, like, I can't assist you in that way but yeah you know if you later down the road you go down that avenue and it's just not for you like 
come back. Yeah. I will still be here. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's like so beautiful. I think you guys can tell like from her interview that she like just like it is something that is really driving for you. And it's very personal. Yes. And it's very like, like your heart is in it. I just love that so much. It just, it's so, so beautiful to see. I love seeing that. So, um, okay. So make sure that you guys follow Devin on Instagram. Um, look out for my horrible reels. (laughs) No, her reels are great. Her reels are great. Do you have a program running right now? Or are you just taking one-on-ones? Just one-on-ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys can inquire with her for one-on-ones, um, on Instagram, on Instagram. Yes. And, um, you guys can obviously like, I think going through any type of coaching, I think has been super helpful for me in my journey. Um, but if you're somebody who is like looking for balancing and like mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like you're tired of being on like meal plans and like yeah. always trying to lose weight and always trying to like go to the one to the next. And you really want to understand like, Hey, I can eat, you know, balanced and yes. still reach my goals or still, um, become more healthy and not restrict. I think that's exactly what you help with. Yes. Cause if so, I told you I ate healthy all the time. Yeah. It wouldn't be be a liar. Like she brought me chips and salsa today. Yeah. I'm (laughs) no, it's all about balance. Like if I eat donuts, I eat pizza, I eat ice cream. Do I eat it every day? No, No, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's balance. But how, yeah. yeah, Like learning, like everyone says that, Mm -hmm. But learning how that actually works and fits into your life and your mindset is the hard part for people. Yeah. And so like yep. that is exactly what a coach can help you with. So yep. you guys go yep. follow her. Check her out. At Fed with Div. Yes. <laughs> I love your I love that name, by it the way. It came to me in a dream, believe it or not. A download. Oh, girl. That Fed means that's Div. a good thing. That's an alignment. Like, Ooh. That I woke up and I changed it at three in the morning. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to say thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening. Thank you to Devin for coming on. Thank you for having me. I seriously had, like, I think this interview also, like, or this podcast, I guess, <laughs> like, really helped me understand you a lot more, too, just on a friendship level. Yes. And it, this is just, like, exactly why I wanted to fucking have this podcast is because, like, things like this just conversations like this mm-hmm. is what I like to do. Yes. This is how I like to connect with someone is like, yeah. tell me everything about you. Like give me like the ins and outs, but yes. that doesn't always like, this doesn't always happen. You know, we've been in, no. interacting a bunch of times, but like we don't get to be this personal. Right. 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 But these are the conversations that like, I think really help you understand and grow. Right. Yes. Like you help, it helps me see a different side of you mm-hmm. helps me fully understand you. So then I'm like, oh, cool. Like I see Devin went through that or I see Devin dealt with this, like, and it helps me, you know what I mean? So like those conversations I think are what really to me have been valuable within the last few years. And so that's why I wanted to like share with you guys. And so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just honored to be continuing to do the podcast and to have people like Devin and, um, everybody else that's been on, on. So I love you guys i hope you guys enjoyed the episode everything will be linked down below in the show notes um and then also on the confident af podcast instagram don't forget to follow devin yay i had such a great time (laughs) Uh, i love you guys so much i will see you guys next week don't forget to give a rating and a review down below but until i see you next week don't forget to let your confidence shine (laughs) 